Hi everybody, Drew here. Guys, I feel I feel weird right now. Uh, a little a little jealous because Gen Con is happening as I record this, and I am not there. I'm missing out on all the fun, all the fan meetups, and all of the pictures that you guys are posting of your time spent together gaming and having a good time all across Discord and Twitter and Facebook and other social media. Patrick, of course, is there representing all of us, and I really hate that I missed out on the big meetup on Thursday night. That sounded like it was a ton of fun, and I just feel a little jealous, okay? But hopefully that just means that we're going to have just as many folks out at Dragon Con here in Atlanta that Rebecca and I will be going to at the end of August. So get that on your calendars, guys, because I would love to meet even a fraction of you guys that, that came out to Gen Con. In the meantime, we do still have an episode coming out here today. Episode 96, we are gearing up for the big 100th episode coming up so soon. I can't believe that we are almost into triple digit episode numbers. That is mind boggling. So without any further ado, let's just get into it. Here it is. Episode 96, The Gulta Job. Episode commencing in. Three, two, one. Episode initiated. 99 rolls and a toot ain't one. If you're rolling bad numbers, I feel bad for you some, but we got 96 episodes. I've never rolled an at one. Welcome back, East Coast Godfather and Soprano spouting rappers from the boroughs of New York to the prison moons of Golta. My name is Patrick. I'm your Eslanti Empire State of Mind GM here on your show tonight. Your overlord on Cosmic Crit. Joining me in running this town are my five friends and fellow adventurers seeking cash, money, and saving throws. To my right, you can't knock the hustle when he only has a 25-foot movement speed. It's Tyler playing the Keithy and Droneitis. Hello, Patrick. Hello. To his right, tieflings are pimps too, and you gotta brush that brimstone off your shoulder. It's Rebecca rocking to Lara. It's good to be here. Across the digital table, we be doing big pimping. Spending UPBs when rolling attacks versus KACs. It's Miles with a win. Good morning, good evening, and good night. To his right, it's a hard knock life for goblins. Instead of missing, enemies get tricked. It's your burp bringing bum puzzle. Hey, Patrick. And to my left, I'm talking about the K to the Azo, the Z to the Zizay. He used to dribble down in a cell in Golte. It's Drew running with Kaz. Y'all check out my new album on title. <laughs> what up, everyone? <laughs> How are you doing? Pretty good. Welcome back. It's hard to believe. Episode 96. We're only five episodes away from our 100th episode of the podcast. Right. That's is amazing. It? Yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. And our two year anniversary is as as that goes. Uh, that'll come up a little bit before then. And a whole number of other crazy things happen around the same time. <laughs> uh, we, we got a lot to do here on the podcast around them. Some Maybe some retrospectives, some chats mm. have this month uh, as we continue book two of Against the Aeon Throne. But this week, I want to talk to Rebecca specifically and check in with oh, Rebecca. No. Rebecca, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm pretty nervous, not going to lie. The wardens well, come in to talk to me and give me a talking to, and I don't like getting in trouble, and I, I'm very nervous. You're a charisma-based character. You've got this in a bag. But yeah, Laurel will be fine. Rebecca may not be, though. 
what what does Rebecca think about our centennial episode fast approaching? I don't I I I'm excited about it. I have no idea what we're going to do. Do we know yet? <laughs> <laughs> we should probably figure that out, but Yeah, we should. We should do something really special. Like a party on podcast. <laughs> a pod party? Like a yeah. pod, a podcast about party on that show on uh stars oh boy what a great show that was a great show it's a great show yeah no no we should probably play starfinder in some form or shape it's kind of what we do here it's kind of been our our (laughs) go-to we haven't really strayed from starfinder much at least not in podcast form but yeah but before we do that how about we return to the prison moon of golta and get back into it i need you all to tell me something tell me What happened last time on Cosmic Crit? The group deliberates just exactly how they're going to break into the prison moon and settle on using Win and Bumfuzzle in the Prisoner's Gambit trick. We use every bit of magic and tech to help perfect our disguises. We think we look great, but Patrick and his secret roles will determine our luck. But before we can break into the prison, we actually have to land on it. And thanks to Talmrin, our ship is decked out in his Lanty livery. It's a bit hairy there for a minute, but Gulta Security clears us for docking, and Talara expertly negotiates our way into the facility. Impersonating Lieutenant Sharu, Talara gets the party through the front gate and into the prison, but they get stopped at the front desk. A lowly prison guard, unfazed by Talara's intimidating get-up, calls the warden. I think that he does have a name. I feel like I I, I kind of feel bad for him that he's just lowly prison guard now. I have no <laughs> respect for him because he has no respect for me. Okay. <laughs> Whoa. Wow. That was, I didn't realize. That's we for intimidation. I will have no respect for the splotch we leave of him on the floor. Um, <laughs> no, guys, guys, play nice. Play nice. Uh, the, yeah, play nice with the, with the space Nazi prison. <laughs> the the older Islanti yeah. man in front of you does have a tag on his guards uniform that says Ladilius. Ladilius is very confused, maybe a little put off by Talara. Is respectful, I think, but is kind of confused when he's you know being told he's got to bring these two prisoners in. He doesn't have space for them, so he, you know after you uh, tried to intimidate him, he felt that perhaps it was not something he should handle himself, and decided to call the warden. That's that's where we left up. He's you know like got a uh, a receiver looks like a uh, maybe like a very thin kind of pencil he's holding up to his ear um, and he's he's waiting for for someone to pick up on the other line what are your what are your characters thinking right now uh, Kaz is trying to psychically send out a uh, battle strategy to everybody but uh he doesn't have that ability so he's just thinking real hard <laughs> when does <laughs> hey you can talk to to win psych- psychically uh oh. when you you are you're captain of this ship but you're a prisoner right now. Are you, are you thinking anything at, at anyone? Talara especially? Um, I, I feel like Wynn would be trying to psychically kind of keep tabs on everyone's position and intent, but also not trying to uh, pester them because, I mean, they've got to keep up a front, and if, if someone's talking to you in your head, that tends to be a little distracting. So I know Talara's <laughs> a little busy, but if if Kaz is trying to to strategize, Win can communicate with everyone within a thirty uh, foot radius 
right, right. Any any words of advice while you guys are are, are waiting to to give your crew? Don't screw up. <laughs> Wise word. Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't I know so, what you I feel so motivated now. <laughs> I mean, this is this is an all-in position. We talked about this. There's no running away and coming back. Like, if you guys have to run away, it's like the AP is all over, <laughs> basically. <laughs> and and the same thing. Like, if you if you can't make it out of here, it's it's bad news. I, I mean, it, mm-hmm. oh, I think Nikithi would send out some just reassurance you know saying uh you know what we are doing is very unorthodox it is to be expected that they are going to be wary but do not do not falter do not second guess yourself you are doing very well we are doing very well uh but he's also like he says that but he's super nervous because this is like the one place he never wanted to be because of his drone Mm -hmm. so I mean, Nikithi literally has been on the run from being thrown in a place like this by yeah, exactly. various organizations. Yeah, I feel like he's pulling like a Marion Pippin. The closer we are to harm, the farther we are from danger. It's the last thing they'll expect. <laughs> right. So after a moment, uh, Ladelius kind of uh, perks up and says, uh, uh, hello. Yes, I understand you've asked not to be disturbed, Warden Isle Estrella, uh, but we have a, a prisoner transfer that is best if, if you oversaw. Um, uh, they say they're known associates of a prisoner named Sedona, but I have no record of that. He cuts himself off uh, mid-sentence and kind of listens intently to the voice on the other end of the line and kind of stares at you all, his eyes going wide a bit, and then says, of course, uh, I I await your command, and hangs up the receiver and and sits down in this chair. Well? Uh, The the warden will be here presently. I apologize, Lieutenant Charu. Your apology is accepted. Thank you for your service. Anything you want to do? With the guy here? Yes. I mean, like 30 seconds tick by and, and nothing happens, so. I have to use the little bear's room. <laughs> <laughs> you really should have went on the ship. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> this is bad. This is bad news. I, 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 I mean, I, I can't do anything. I'm, I'm a prisoner, so. We're, we're now no, in. You just said that. Uh, you said that psychically. To your voice, that was... You said that psychically, so I can't even respond to say <laughs> silence, prisoner. I can't even do All that. You're doing is Nobody else heard us. <laughs> Yeah, literally, yeah, things you're just like really harsh. It's like uh, all he did was move his foot. Silence, prisoner. Uh, no, it, it's. I mean, if you don't have anything about uh, a minute later, uh, the door. Behind him opens up. He's going to step over here to the side and walking through it is a woman in uh, kind of light as lanty armor with the regalia, like a epaulets and regalia of a commander. Uh, She looks very shrewd, has a, a, a keen and inquisitive look on her face as she sees behind Talara a giant bear and a tiny goblin. And as soon as she steps through the door behind her, two armed Aeon guards step through and flank her. They bring them all to the party. There are a lot of bodies in a very small place now. Oh, yeah. It is a prison, after all. It's not exactly spacious. Yeah, yeah, not known for being super spacious. (laughs) (laughs) The spacious prison moon of Golta, our luxury prison resort. Just a reminder, you guys are indeed in the lobby here, and it's actually... 
actually fairly large. At least it's accommodating. Uh, so this this is what she looks like. Oh, dope. Oh, very nice. Good thing there's art of her. That means we don't have to fight her. <laughs> That's usually what that means. <laughs> Uh, is that a is that kind of a tattoo she has on her forehead and if so is that any kind of symbology that we might be able to recognize something on her chin too yeah no it's it's kind of a tribal look there's perhaps some islanti greater meaning Um, why don't you make me a culture check nikithi points it out to the group psychically using wind so that they could all do it okay so we have some some culture checks here Let's see, uh, we'll say those of you that rolled, uh, ooh, it looks like win at 21, you might have seen these on some of the other younger soldiers that you fought on Nicandus, but it is like a family marking, perhaps denoting that they are of uh, an important family house. You do not recognize the name, but Iolestrilla is, is this warden's name. She steps forward and salutes you, Talara, with a, a raised fist, kind of followed by a very curt, deferential head tilt and says, I am sorry to keep you waiting. Uh, Warden Ayalistrilla at your services, Lieutenant Sharu, I presume? Yes, well met. At ease. Oh, boy. Oh. I don't think you outrank the Warden, my my friend. Do I not? No, I don't no, mean, she's she's don't flanked think. by two other uh, Aeon guards, so... I would oh. not... I think you would know that as well. Yeah, I probably would. I I don't know who this girl is. Yeah, it, she's the warden, so you would probably at this at this point you're in her house. You treat her as upper command. Ah, uh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. I mean, she... Give me. Hmm. I don't know if if you want bluff or diplomacy here to play this one off. It is a gaff. It is a gaff. I say. Um, you, well, it's yeah. funny. I was almost when you were asking, like, is there anything you want to do? But then, like, you were talking about when. But like, I. I almost was going to say, like, Talara would be thinking to herself, like, where would the warden fall compared to Lieutenant Sharu? Right. I just didn't say that. <laughs> uh, well, why don't you give me a culture check, Talara? Okay. Is oh, it 21? Perfect. perfect. So you perhaps realize your mistake and can, like, throw that over your shoulder <laughs> to Kaz and Nikithi. Like, at ease. You too. <laughs> she looks. But hold uh, on to those prisoners. Um, <laughs> yeah, don't be so relaxed. But be a little relaxed. Look more relaxed. That's good. <laughs> the the warden says, "I have read your after action reports of your recent mission. Very nice to meet you in person. I've been operating under the Sardat's instructions since receipt of the transfer from the Silver Needle." Uh, what is your reason for your visit all the way out here in the NIS system? Well, as you know, we have just arrived from Nikondas, where we found some troublemakers and have apprehended them. We think they may be useful in negotiations. Oh, negotiations, that's that's quite good. More prisoners, eh? Uh, well, we can find room for temporary containment here in cell block J. I will see to it that they are processed, ready for interrogation. Are, are these uh, similar enemies of the state? And and should they be treated with the same level of clearance as before? Oh, these prisoners may not need beds. Let's see if, if they survive the night. 
Oh my. Well, I, I can begin the processing now, um, and we will have a fresh interrogation space prepped for them before tomorrow. I, well, I, I apologize. Uh, I'm sorry to be so cavalier, Lieutenant, but if we are going to be discussing black label classified information, I would feel more comfortable doing so in private. Is that agreeable to you? I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> Rebecca can take all the time she wants, but Talar is going to need wouldn't. the answer She would immediately quick. answer. I'm just trying to think what this means. This is very nerve-wracking. But I mean, you, you got, if you're looking for... I don't for, see any way around it, right? I mean... I mean I, yes, if you're looking for input, I would say you kind of have to. I mean, we'll be nearby. We can try to bum rush to your aid if we hear bad things. Any trouble, yeah. Okay. Yes, right. but either I think either you can try and diplomacy one of us in like this is my most this is like my second my most trusted. It would it be okay with you if they're if they come with us and try to diplomacy somebody else into that situation? Otherwise, you're just alone. But we're soldiers. It would probably be a very hard buy-in. Yeah, and I'm not sure that y'all could really help me anyway. I mean, it's going to be diplomacy I mean, kind of stuff that I have to do, right? right? south and then you would have someone there I'm, I'm only thinking of what would happen if everything goes up in smoke and right like if she decides to kill me yes that is agreeable where would you like to meet excellent well if you are interested I could give you a, a short tour of the facility and take you back to the site the site what what site the Inter- site of interrogation chamber oh yes I do not wish to leave my soldiers and prisoners too far behind. Can they follow at least part way? Yes, that that is fine. Do they not have the obsidian clearance level? Well, yes, I understand. If the Sardat has not expanded access to the operation, then perhaps we can bring them along. Would they like to be involved in the prisoner admission or... Would you care to, to leave that to my facilities uh, workers, my, my my prison guards? Oh no, these prisoners are very valuable. I would like to keep a very close eye on them. I trust these guards more than anyone I know. I trust them to take good care of these prisoners. Care, if you know what I mean. Okay, well, that is, that is fine. Do they want to help in the admission and uh, pre-interrogation. It's just right across the hall here. Yes, I would I would like for them to be involved. All right, then follow me, please. All right, and she uh, will open the door kind of behind you. You see a long hallway that seems to travel the entire distance of the, the bubble. So about 80 feet or so. And it seems to turn and uh, go north. Rebecca, as you go in there, I think maybe Nikithi would pop up and say, Sir, the bear, it will be very hard to transport them through this narrow hallway. You raise a good point. What do you suggest? Turning to, what's her name? I- Iola Shilla? Iola mm-hmm. Shilla? It's like, uh, it'll be a squeeze, but uh, we've had... Uh, larger creatures than that through here. Ladilius can like whip out kind of a uh, a truncheon like a b- baton and starts like hitting the uh, the desk and is like, prisoners forward! I think you guys to squeeze on through. 
into the hallway? Yes, and they open up another door, which, uh, Talara, you can take a peek into here. This, fast forward, fast forward in my notes, is a very austere chamber. This one just to the north on the other side of the hallway. You see a single spotlight shining down in the middle of the room. There's kind of caution tape marking out these large uh, squares around a shower area in the back, kind of like a decontamination site. And uh, there are all sizes of neon orange prisoner jumpsuits kind of hanging off hooks on the on the wall. And just briefly, you see what looks like a, a sloppily mopped up blood stain on the, the tiles here. And there's a, a guard kind of like waiting lazily at the, the desk. Aestrella leads you eastward in, in the hallway and says, your men and mine can take care of, of your prisoners. If you'd like, we can continue onwards. By take care of the prisoners, do you mean to put them in cells immediately? They will first have to go through our admission decontamination process. It will not take long, but we can have them waiting here while we prep interrogation services. Yes, that that will be fine. And I, I call to my guards. Do they have fake names? Did we come up with fake names for them? I'm sure at the very least you can make one sum up right now. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. Go for it. Button Jeff. <laughs> No. Wait, but I suggest Drew and Tyler. Oh, yes. Guard Drew and guard Tyler. Take the prisoners. <laughs> this is not canon. We, well, we need to, we need to <laughs> Aslanti them um, up just a little bit. So, uh, Tyler here. What can we do for you? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking uh, Drewilius. Yeah, yeah. Ty- Ty- Tyrilius and Drewilius. <laughs> I like it. Tylerius. Tylerius? It's like hilarious. Drillius. Tylerius. Yeah, Drillius and Tylerius. Guards, take the prisoners. Follow their every every instruction. Okay. Not the prisoners' instructions, the uh, other guards' instructions. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Excellent. Excellent, excellent, excellent. We're going to. I mean, you guys have given me the the greatest GM gift ever here in that we are indeed splitting the party. Oh, Lord. Uh, just a bit. But don't worry. It's just Rebecca. Who cares about her character, Talara? Yeah. She'll <laughs> be fine. Y'all can do without Talara. I believe in Rebecca. I do, too. But they, yeah, they lead you uh, north going out of this bubble. You can tell that this one's going to go a little bit further Rebecca, as you march up this hallway here, you see uh, the door immediately to your your west. Um, the other side of this bubble has uh, marked in Atlante like robotics control. Isle Estrella can point out anything you would like if you have any any questions. But uh, sorry, is that the room where they were mopping up blood? Nope. This is this one uh, that she's kind of standing next to right now. She's. Okay, so to the east, to the north. So to the east is robotics control. Yeah, sorry if I said okay. I say west. Yeah, that's uh, good. just just to the east, and can I just uh, make conversation with her about the what I see? Yeah, yeah. I mean, she, she's doing the same. So what what sorts of robotics do you control here? Uh, yes, 
she'll explain like kind of like a make and model uh, a description which security wise is very similar to a patrol class security robot high level security and and you know she'll explain that they are are used for some of the the, the more dangerous prisoners are used to enforce the the guards here they're they're not a replacement for guards but they go in and uh will take down you know riots or any, any difficult prisoners right so let me get back up how here. many of these security robots do you have in this facility I could tell you the exact number right now. There are some, I believe, in repair. They are on a, a down mode for some diagnostics at the moment, but we usually have two sets of two circling patrols throughout the facility in this wing alone. In the prison itself, maybe three dozen. I, I'm sorry, I do not have the exact numbers in front of me. I admire your attention to detail. Uh, I left my data pad <laughs> back at the site, but I will be able to give you any specifics you require then. I didn't mean that to sound sarcastic. <laughs> uh, yeah, so she takes a key card here at the, the end of the, the hallway and, and kind of taps it, a very similar looking one to the, the one that Talmarin gave you. And uh, as she clutches the door here, uh, leading into this next area, you can tell that there is some circuitry in the handle, and it seems to be reading her biometrics like a, a computer is kind of like scans her face and things like that. And she holds it open for her two Aeon guards and, and you, and yeah, just makes some, continues to make some small talk with you and, and says, uh, I, I apologize, but am I correct in assuming that you trained on Eostrilin? My brother trained there as a cadet. He did. When was that? This must have been a decade or so ago. It has been quite some time since I visited Yastrilin. Those, The white sands there are sight to behold. The academy campus on the water was quite beautiful, if I recall. Yes, row houses lining the shore. Anyway, I'm sorry to have to pull you all the way out to Golta from your mission on Nakondas. It's a, a dull rock here. <laughs> compared to where you were. Yes, it's been some time for me as well, but I agree, it was quite beautiful. So the next chamber here, we'll get to reveal big parts of the map. It seems to be a central hub of sorts. It is a, a much smaller dome, and it seems to be connecting the next like four domes, kind of branched out as a, like a wagon wheel style. Here in the middle, you see three guards standing behind a desk and yeah, makes splits off in, in four different directions. She'll take you through here and her Aeon guards kind of go and stand in front of this door up here to the Northeast. Doesn't seem to be labeled, but you see to the, yes, to the Northwest, <laughs> you see a door labeled prisoner cells, J block, and behind you, if you take a look behind you to the southwest, you see symbols denoting an uh, infirmary, and to the southeast, a cafeteria. Rebecca, did you see what Drew was typing in Rule 20? Yes, but after I had already Let not the done that. out of the bag. Yeah. <laughs> For the future. I mean, I, I was even thinking, like, this is probably a ruse, but I didn't <laughs> think, like, yeah, oh, I can roll for that. that. <laughs> what, what are you... Uh, talking about 
Well, Drew's like, sense motive, sense motive on the, like, it's beautiful in the academy or whatever. Yeah, the sands and the waters, like a lot of details, and probably one of them was wrong. Like probably, yeah. like we were sus- we were suspicious that uh, one of those details was a was a red herring to see if she could. Catch to be out. fair, I never actually said that I went there. Yeah, I just yeah, said it's been a while. Actually, yeah, you never actually lied about it. You're pretty a little evasive. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do Do you want to make me a culture check, Rebecca? Yes. See what you know. It's a 14. You might have like heard of the name. Like there are dozens and dozens of of conquered planets within the Star Empire. But yeah, you in, in just the, the few days you, you've spent in Alpo Z, perhaps met or, or talked to someone who, who said they might have been from Yastrelan, one of the conquered races. You're not you're not like too sure which, but it, it does seem to be at least a planet. Within the Star Empire, that you are maybe certain. not beachy, but <laughs> well, life's a beach. Then you get caught lying. <laughs> uh, let's see here. So as you continue on, she is going to yeah. The, the guards are just going to stand sentinel at this door. She taps her key, key card again and lets you in. And as she does through this door. She says, you know, I've been working on the android for weeks now. It was very resistant at first, full of very rebellious energy. But you will see that I have broke it of that habit now. Uh, we are entering the end game. I assure you any information that you draw from it will soon flow freely. Let's take a look at this chamber here. So you guys continue on into a very large dome this one well there's so many descriptions <laughs> so many dome descriptions the, the the main part of this dome is what looks like a, a huge kind of like room mechanism on the the eastern wall kind of tilted away from you as you walk in there are these large transparent cylinders which are seem to be made of like crackling energy or around around this room. There's a, a windowed room to the west, and yet the only exit you see here seems to be this little door that you walked through. And as you walk forward here, you can kind of tell these these little circular uh, inhabitants. They, they seem to be too small for someone to live in. They seem to be just like isolation pods. Very small cells, so like three feet across. As you continue on, she presses a button, and towards the back of the room here, this this large tilted table kind of rotates around to you, and you see a face you've not seen in a long time. The red face of our, our friend Sedona here, who looks... She looks flayed. Bits of her skin are peeled back from the, the frame of, of her body. You can tell that parts have been burnt and cut away by this device that is around her kind of like an an iron lung but you see these robotic arms that are are holding things back if you've seen star trek first contact if you remember data getting his his bits and bobs replaced by like actual skin and then when that gets melted away it kind of looks kind of looks like that sedona is opened up pretty pretty cruel 
Iola Shrilla continues and says, oh, we have been keeping very good care of the prisoner. Our doctor, Threadenex, uh, is very keen at healing these things back from the brink of death, making our interrogation methods quickly repeatable. If you have any need of him, I will have him summoned immediately. Thank you. I can see that you have shown her no, shown it no mercy. Mm, yes, it. Do you have any questions? Uh, I'm sorry, I've not been able to type up a report. I'm still in process, as it were. I see. Do you have any, any, any data from your prior interrogations? Of the the android, I have recorded everything as per the Sardat's request, and those I can easily have brought back up for you. They are, of course, marked by date and and time, and I, I can guide you through those if you so desire. Have you found anything of use thus far? She kind of seems a little you know, red in the face when you ask that. She says, uh, as I said, very resistant. It seems like this one perhaps has gone through this process before, but trust me, (laughs) in another 24 hours and everything within its feeble mind will be on display and ready for a report, which I will give to the Sardat immediately. I believe I may hold the keys to break it of its hold. Well, anything that you need from me, please just let me know. I I was taking a short break. Let the things, computer minds kind of play catch up before our next round of interrogation. But if you want to start up again, uh, I am fine in allowing you to assist in, in in whatever way you would care or if you would like to take over I understand that the the Aeon Guard have different techniques <laughs> yes I believe I may be most successful if I can gain private audience with the android and its beloved friends my prisoners ah uh, well as I said they're Admission will only take a short while. And let's give Rebecca a break and flip back to the B squad. B team rep. Yeah, everyone else. Oh, boy. You guys can all see this map right now. Rebecca is almost on the other side of it. Talara is like 100 or so, if not 200 feet away from you. Communications down. There's no psychic link any longer. That goes out pretty quickly when. And we're back to you. You guys are being moved forward through the hall here into the, the next section. Little Lilius is maybe holding the, the, the door open here for you into, as I said, what looks like a kind of like a, a shakedown room. <laughs> Prisoner admission. You guys can place yourself in this room or how are uh, Kaz and Nikithi? How are you getting these prisoners in there? Nikithi and Idis will be pushing win from behind to get him through the spaces and saying the, you know, move prisoner, get your bear in there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh boy. Bear butt, we say here, Tyler. Bear butt. I'm so sorry. Get your bear butt in there. (laughs) Bear, bear butt. Kaz, Drew. Kaz is is 
on edge and is at a loss for words for most of this. So he just grumbles and maybe points a weapon at Edwin to, to kind of keep the, the faint alive. But uh, mostly just says, come. What about Bumfuzzle? Is nobody watching Bumfuzzle? Yeah, no, Bumfuzzle just like walks in, just just strolls in. Aurelius, take care of your prisoner. <laughs> I've been, I've done this before. <laughs> this guy gives you, you know, uh, who, who's waiting for you, kind of, uh, you know, he's just like a gog, his eyes wide, like, what is this little thing? <laughs> he has been a model prisoner. Yeah, so uh, please place your your minis here in the room. the The guard here behind the desk, very very porcine looking as Lanty, got a, a large paunch. He wears a smock, black gloves, um, very greasy, maybe sweaty looking strands of, of hair on his head, and his uniform has the name Nanius on it. G N A N E E E. N-E-U-S. Nanius. Nanius? Nanius, yeah. All right. Mm. Sounds like he's extraneous. Can you, <laughs> can you, can you type that somewhere? Right. Because <laughs> uh, I thought you said Nanius, and I was like, that's that seems like a lazy name. Yeah. Nanius. <laughs> Nanius. His name is Nanius. Uh, I mean, one thing I'll reveal, I don't think is revealing too, too much here, but all the... Um, guards in the prison have names which i really enjoy because hmm. I'm, I'm saying they're at least the last name is like on their uniforms for identification purposes makes it makes it pretty neat so they're not just unnamed goons <laughs> but yeah this one uh as you guys march in and sees this giant fur carpet squeeze through the door says uh, uh new inmates uh, look at this blue behemoth What'd they nick you for, Tubby? Eating all the cakes out of the bakery? <laughs> <laughs> Good one. Uh, Wind just kind of growls at him, maybe rolls an intimidate check. Ooh, to, to do what? Just uh, keep him. Keep yeah, him just down. to shut him up. Right, I, feel, I feel like we're supposed to be dangerous uh, prisoners. We're not just going to be like, you know, tiptoeing mm -hmm. around, you know? Yeah, yeah, go, go right ahead. So, 15? Uh, yeah, that is not going to do it as he, uh... Have uh oh, yes, you do, don't you? Oh. <laughs> 16. Uh, you, you get a jab from Nikithi and say... Uh, which, which is fine. I'm, I'm not, I wasn't really expecting it to, like, do much. It just kind of felt like it was playing right, more with the... But he followed it up with a, be quiet, prisoner. You are here for processing. Yeah, Nanius, uh... You know, is, is almost like going for his weapon and is like, oh, all, all bark and no bite. <laughs> I've seen kinds like you before. And then looks at you, Bumfuzzle, and he's like, and a little green booger someone scraped off their shoe. Gah. Bumfuzzle just sort of lifts up his hands and waves, sort of <laughs> waves with both hands because they're bound, bindered together. <laughs> All right, then strip down up against the wall. I can't get my 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 shirt off with these binders on. Uh, he takes a, a knife right off of his hip and just snaps your bindings. And in the same quick motion, pulls from the table a very large can of powdery chemicals and starts giving you a little uh, giving you a little a snow shower <laughs> on top of your head. 
and says, you know, muttering to himself, no asteroid lice on my rock, no siree. And he'll begin, like, taking your, your armor off, uh, okay. basically stripping you guys down. Now, remind me, no weapons on you. Both Bumfuzzle and Win are... You just have your, your armor, your pack, what have you on your, your person? Yeah, and I guess, I mean, is my... Did we, did we hide my sword? Yeah, I think we use the glamour fusion on your, your trident, and I'm carrying it looking like an Islanti rifle. No, I no. have the trident. Oh, no. <laughs> that's not good. Yeah. No, that's why I'm asking yeah. you about my sword. I mean, if you, you want, you can you have... You don't have any of your weapons. We would never... No, you don't have any of your weapons. You don't have any of your stuff. I, I understand that. <laughs> we made a whole big... No, yeah, yeah, we, yeah we, we asked you which one you wanted, if you wanted your sword or your trident, and I think you wanted your... Okay, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. Oh boy, that's bad news. So, yeah. But uh, you you've got claws. You'll be fine. Bumfuzzle, I believe Kaz has your gun. Are you just you're just in armor? Yep. Oh, that's just right. Got, just got armor, and I, I handed I handed I handed Kaz my uh, my thieves tools and my other toolkits as well. Sure. Um, so so he's got most of my gear right now. All I'm all I'm all I've got right now is my armor. So okay. Uh, yeah, that- I, I, I pull them off and I show him my goblin butt. All right, we're getting for real bear butt and, and goblin butt here. And yeah, he'll um, kind of has to throw the the powdery substance all over you when kind of shooting it upwards in, in, a, in a couple of quick motions. But it's a very, very foul smelling delousing agent and then commands you up against the wall to this shower area with a flick of a switch kind of turns, turns it on. You're blasted. A very foul-smelling yet soapy, kind of sudsy, ice-cold water. It seems like maybe this doesn't go through like the same filtration system. Maybe, maybe other water here in the facility does. As soon as you're out of the bath, Nanius is at you with this large device. Kind of looks like a, a pistol, and says, "Present your arms, appendages, or analogous tentacle-like structures, whatever you've got." All right, yeah, I'll stick out my left hand. Hang on, hang on. I, I don't want to. I don't want to meta, but mm-hmm. I feel like we need to. We need to do something here. There's three cameras mm. in this space that we can see. <laughs> there oh. are. There are. I think that our best bet is to get them with Talara and Sedona up in that room. Like, if we just need to get them through processing, I think this is just an idea. Like, can we? Can I do a, an engineering check or a computer's check on the device he's using to see if it's just like an ID tool? Engineering, indeed. 30. Yeah, no, you know what this device is. You might have used it on soldiers, as lengthy soldiers that you, you worked on. Probably could have used something like this when you were tattooing Kaz back on the Phoenix's respite. It is indeed a device for scanning like smart ink into a, a creature's skin. Um, yeah, so Nikithi, basically tattoo. Nikithi looks at everybody and kind of just gives a, a very small nod, like, it's okay. This is just a mid-episode quick break. I've got a text from my wife who who listened to the intro of this episode, the Jay-Z intro, I was very excited about, and she says, I uh, quote, I don't think you could be whiter if you tried. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing intro fire emoji 
Fire. <laughs> Thank you. That is like I needed to be told that. <laughs> Back to you guys in the prison here. If you are going through with it, Bumfuzzle takes your arm. There is a, a, a burning sensation for a moment. I don't know if goblins have upper arm hair, but it's singed away and immediately... Uh, underneath it is a barcode, you know, like 30 seconds later, and a, a number seemed to be imprinted under your skin in these indelible black lines. Hmm. Don't love take, that. That's going to take some scrubbing <laughs> to get out. <laughs> Ka- Ka- Kaz thinks at Wynn and Bumfuzzle, do not worry. Soon he will pay for this. Bumfuzzle can't hear you because Bumfuzzle can't receive messages from you. <laughs> well, I'm presuming that Wynn is transmitting all of this stuff through his press. Uh, yeah, I mean, he... Like, uh, he's been doing this entire episode so far. <laughs> well, I mean, it's basically like a game of telephone. <laughs> Miles, Wynn will have to be like, uh, Kaz says that he's gonna miss <laughs> his guard up later. Right. <laughs> Not to worry about this. Are, are you sticking your arm out, Wynn? I mean, I guess I don't really have a choice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It, you know, he'll have to, like, get up on a little stool to do this in your upper arm, but uh, you can smell the hair being burnt away as this, like, three by four inch block is burnt out of your fur, and the the same kind of number barcode is is marked there on your your bare flesh. Nania says, uh, prisoners J998 and J999. Welcome to Galta. Directed towards Kaz Nakithi, he says, what are the nature of their crimes? He's kind of like typing into a, a data pad. Insurrection against the Empire. What's Don't the, uh... forget the indecent exposure. Indecent exposure. <laughs> yes, that was the most important. Impersonating an Aslanti officer. Murder of an Aslanti officer. Okay, well. Uh... I could see that from the big one, maybe, but the little one, too. Do yes. not underestimate his size. The, the little one is also charged with tampering with an Islanti device. Right, right. So, sedition, fomenting revolt, murder, indecent exposure. He's making notes in, in a, a record. Seems to be, you know, fairly involved. It looks like a lot of typing. Is there anything you guys want to do? Is he facing away right now? Yeah, yeah. I mean, this desk is kind of eastward facing, and you guys are are behind him on the the west side of the room still. I don't want to kill this guy, but there's so many cameras. There's no <laughs> yeah, way. Yeah, there's yeah. There's there's too many cameras to pull anything right now. Well, like I said, you know, we we've talked about last week things you can do with cameras from disabling them to uh, hacking them. You are pretty sure that it would. You know, take a little time to get to all through these cameras, but that is something you can try. And he seems fairly preoccupied, at the very least, right now, as back is turned. Well, I mean, do we want to kill this guy because he's a, a tremendous, tremendous expletive, or do we want to continue with the plan to get? Yeah, I think I think our best bet to get deeper in is to just allow ourselves to be taken. Yeah. yeah. Oh, this. There's five guys in the other room with Talara and yeah. If if we were to mess up and and cause suspicion, we're hosed. Yeah, we're well. She is 
we will kill this guy no problem she is host <laughs> right but also look right up in the other room at all those dudes worried about the, the the two aeon guards and the three just prison guards over there we've got to the east the the robotics control center with the the robot patrols and mm. with this whole area to the south that we don't know what that section is yeah, I mean, ideally, if we can get Win and Bumfuzzle into the same room as Talara and the Warden, then maybe they can jump the Warden and take her key card, which would give us full access to the facility. And yeah, and then, and then maybe we can escape that way. But I, I, I agree. As much as it would be nice to slam this dude's head and back into one of his pieces of equipment and tattoo him, I think like we should just play along for now. Yeah, yeah this we we're still basically. St- outside the waiting room the the big question is what can we do with bumfuzzle and wind's armor that they have taken off uh, d- don't worry about that don't worry about that for now we'll, we'll, f- we'll solve that problem when we get there <laughs> yeah well let's get there right now he seems to be like tagging and, and bagging armor in like plastic containers and you see maybe like a, a few boxes filled with those same containers often like a corner is there anything you want to do to stop them I guess I can ask him. Oh, I, I, I'm going to try to pronounce this guy's name. Nanius. Nanius, uh, what happens to the plastic wrapped gear that is that is confiscated? Usually, unless uh, an order comes through, otherwise it's broken down for scrap. Would it be possible for us to retain their equipment? I know that there is going to be some interrogations of them later today, and it is possible we can use some of it against them. I know. Uh. Uh, I mean, that's that's fine. Kind of tell me how to do my job here, Mr. Uh, what was your name again? Tyrellius. Yeah. Uh, I know that you are probably the expert in these matters, but we have been with these prisoners for a very long time, and we are quite familiar with what best ways that they are punished. He'll just kind of, like, push the bags across the desk as he, like, continues to type and, and log them in. I'm just curious if anything interesting Anything cool come across this desk? Anything real nice, too good to break down? <sighs> Drew, if you blow our cover because you're trying to look for loot, I swear, <laughs> I swear I'll kill you first. Yeah. <laughs> real. Ignore uh, Drew Williams. The bear hit him very hard in the head on Nikondas, and he has not been the same since. <laughs> oh, well, I did just get this uh, cred stick of uh, millions of packed world credits, but it's worthless <laughs> and like smashes it with a hammer <laughs> yes <laughs> yes it is it is funny to watch their currency burn <laughs> so yeah the the interrogation process goes for like another 10 minutes or so it's you know a while of him typing things in here maybe asking you some some questions the the interrogation doesn't get too light as he's he understands that there's to be some more let's let's get back up here to rebecca and the warden ayola strella rebecca you have some time here do you, do you want to to say anything to ayola strella talk see if you can talk to sedona yeah i'd actually like to start with ayola strella it's a really mm-hmm. hard name to say i commend your facilities here it looks like you have a lot to aid you in your interrogation. Tell me, what are these capsules used for? Ah, uh, yes, they are for prolonged detainment and deprivation of bare necessities. They are 
for prisoners that uh, are having difficulty cooperating. They are unable <laughs> to sit or lie down, uh, so are unable to sleep for, for many hours. This would work for most prisoners. As you know, the androids don't have the same needs that us carbon-based life forms do. So unfortunately, I was not able to use that in in this interrogation sense. But as I said, it is very effective. And uh, perhaps we can modify one for the, the large blue creature in a similar fashion. Ah, oh, I see. It, it will be quite cramped for him. What about this windowed room to the to the west? Yeah, no, she can take you back there. She goes back there, kind of grabs her data pad. It seems to be a small office from what you see. Not a lot going on in there. Maybe a, a pot of some kind of steeped tea or coffee liquid. Some notes you can tell on, on, on one of the computers there that seem to be a part of the interrogation. It seems like a, a fairly, the uh, the desk here, a fairly large computer, and, and just from what you're scoping, it, it might control various aspects of the room. In addition, Rebecca, I can tell you that you see there's a security camera in that small office, and there's one over each of the two sets of five solitary pods. I'm not sure if they have a name in the AP, but they're they're basically like solitary confinement. Right. And with these security cameras, by the way, are they following like the sound or are they fixed toward a single point? They seem prefixed, yeah. Can I tell where they're pointing in the room? Yeah, these these two, the one on the north and south side of the chamber are just kind of pointed down and out towards the the pods and the uh what looks like a couple of of small desks in the middle of the chamber and the one inside the small office just pointed at the desk in the door. Okay, and Sedona is in kind of a, a second room, right? Yeah, I, I had a little difficulty grokking with this map. I, I think these are like kind of clear transparent walls, the, the, these inner okay. white ones, so you'd be able to see through them, but like maybe like plexiglass or something along those lines, because it says the office is... You can see into the office from the outside. I imagine maybe Magneto's plastic prison. Sorry to keep going to the well of science fiction fantasy movies, but, <laughs> um, you know, where for security reasons, like everything is kind of visible here. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. And you may have covered this already. Is Sedona like on a, like strapped down on something or? Yeah, it is. I mean, for lack of a better word, the AP calls it a, a torture device and that is exactly what it looks like was being done to her as as the warren said for weeks now right okay so what does what does talara want to do well the warden is is she staying here i mean we talked previously about how talara would like to gain private audience with sedona but until mm -hmm. everybody joins me am, am i still with the warden yeah you know if, if you want to go and and talk to Sedona now, she can, you know, excuse herself back to the the small office, which is a good sixty feet away through a couple of these these walls. So not necessarily private, but you're certain, you know, far enough away that uh, she wouldn't be able to to hear you. Okay, yeah, I'll I'll go and talk to Sedona. <laughs> As you get closer, you can see indeed that there are a number of 
not festering, but wounds that look fairly critical for for an android. You know, bits of her her brain plate, her, her skull are exposed, and there are things that are wired in, like hardwired in to this torture device. I, I know this doesn't have a frame of reference currently for you, but Bumfuzzle, if Bumfuzzle saw this, this jives very very closely to some of the tortures that Andis 147 underwent in their past. It seems like it might be even like to a, a greater degree. The Atlanti have subjugated androids for millennia, centuries at the, <laughs> for certain, and have perfected the art. But uh, as as we talked about, Sedona likewise has kind of been through the ringer and has been through android interrogation and breakdown as well so supposedly has held out this far I've been racking my brain trying to remember if there's something that Talara could perhaps make reference to that maybe the Aslanti wouldn't pick up on even if she did hear her but that Sedona would understand like oh this is maybe not necessarily Talara but this is someone I can trust does that make mm-hmm. sense yeah I, I imagine you're not wearing it, but uh, you did have on your necklace the first time that you met Sedona. Mm-hmm. That'd be something she would recognize. How would I pull that out from my Aeon Guard armor? I think like most armor, you can kind of like stretch it out a bit and kind of break seal to gain access underneath. I don't think it is like a completely sealed suit the way that we think of like a modern space suit is. I feel like stuff can be sneaked out. Uh, the same way we talk about helmets, how like the visor, you know, you can like easily like reach in and, and kind of like grab stuff out sometimes. Uh, right. A la Nax cheek pouches or grabbing things from a Nasoki cheek pouch in general. Yeah, I think Talara would, of course, she doesn't know for sure that Stella is not listening to her or something. So I think she would come in this doorway, turn toward Sedona with her back toward where where the warden is, and put up a front first and, and introduce herself curtly. I am Lieutenant Sharu. I look forward to our interrogations. And then she would surreptitiously like show her the the medallion on her necklace so what you see before you this red-skinned android if there's a bit of sedona in there you you're not sure that it is fully conscious right now the the eyes are wildly contracting and dilating trying to gain focus it, it seems like they're they're unable to to see things i can tell you sedona sees a in Aeon guard in front of her and the first thing she says is Pronk you very faintly <laughs> kind of uh, a, a breathless whisper she keeps blinking and then looks at the the necklace and, and looks back at you and is is confused but you see maybe the eyes like focus in on it and I can tell you listeners from what from Sedona's point of view, it immediately triggers, you know, that memory. Uh, I think we we got a bit of in the first episode of this season where it is now from Sedona's point of view. We're in her memory, walking through the halls of a packed steward vessel, opening up an interrogation chamber, much smaller, but kind of similar 
to the, the ones you stepped in here, and this is Lanty Prison. When seeing a, a tiefling girl manacled to the desk and this necklace hanging around her neck, all of a sudden, Sedona closes her eyes and like blinks a few times and very, very faintly says, You, you, you fool. There's a bit of recognition in her eyes. I don't think she'd be able to see through your disguise. You are wearing this fairly perfect Aeon Guard armor. But somehow she knows that it is you inside there, Talara. I'm afraid to say too much. That's Rebecca speaking, even though I said it kind of weird. But I'm sure if you said, like, this will all be over soon or something. Yeah. Well, yeah, I was going to say that. Sedona, your days in this prison are numbered. Make me make me a bluff check. Twenty nine. Now this is not a bluff check to kind of like lie <laughs> uh, necessarily, but it is one to pass a, a secret message. If someone was listening <laughs> to you, roll the nineteen on a Sedona sense motive check. The android kind of nods sagely. Yeah, you, you see maybe a a lubricant tear forming at the, the edge of of her right eye. Seems to have gotten that message. Let's fast forward a bit. You guys want to get through this interrogation process and and, and move forward? Yes. Uh, yeah, B-team would definitely like to do that. I would like to get my party back. <laughs> Boo, I want you to break <laughs> your very effective lie. <laughs> Your very well-crafted disguise and story. I wonder how many other parties out there thought up being L- Lieutenant Sharu or, or masquerading. I mean, for the most part, you would hope to have a female character in the party in order to do something <laughs> like that. But I mean, yeah, First off, you need to have like taken her armor or have access to her, her armor or at least yeah. remember what it was. And then yeah, you need to need a female or, or or a ton of different magitech and technology to make you seem like one i mean that's not that hard right <laughs> yeah, <laughs> magic exists here yeah yes so you guys are, are allowed to to move forward nanius kind of like points down the the hallway and as you get to this room here the central hub the uh, the guards stop you and let's let's see their names let's talk about their names for a bit <laughs> You're in the central hub. The the one with a name tag that says Castillo kind of stops you here and, and says, a prisoner transfer. We are we're heading this direction. And points to cell block J, the area to the northwest here. Nick Nikiti might pop up and say, uh, uh, pardon me, but I believe the lieutenant and the warden might have wanted these prisoners for an interrogation. Might we check on that progress before transferring them to cell block J? Yeah, well, I'm trying to get you guys to tell some lies here. I don't think that necessarily is one. As as you say that, the, the two Aeon guards behind you kind of step forward, and one of them says, you know, step this way, and will indeed usher you towards the north east, where... Talara has gone. You heard them, prisoners. Move. Yeah, let's get you guys all go up inside there. Yeah. And 
these two ain't got trouble are gonna follow you in. Right, so party reunited, painfully short. I would love to to stretch that out over a couple <laughs> of of episodes here. But the Aeon guards are going to direct Bumfuzzle and Wen back towards the the pods. And you see the warden typing something into the computer here and, and some of the containment fields, which seem to be energy-based, very similar to the the one in the garrison on Nakondis, but in a like a perfect circle around a prisoner, a single prisoner. A couple of them go down. You see two of them maybe like reform for a larger creature and, and one sizes down a little bit for Ow. a smaller creature. Oh, I was hoping and I was going to have a nice easy time. <laughs> a medium creature. So no. the Aeon guards kind of bark in your directions. It's like prisoners forward. I'm not trying to rock the boat. Can Talara hearing this happening, step out and greet them all. Yeah. Yeah. The, the warden comes out as well. Nikiti snaps off a salute. Seeing the Lieutenant. Not so fast. Why do you put my prisoners in containment fe- containment cells? The, the warden steps forward and says, oh, this is just our, our standard procedure here. But uh, I, I can release one of them uh, whenever you'd like, if you would like to start an interrogation process now. I would, but I need both of them. The large one as well? Yes. Oh, my. Go ahead and maybe a diplomacy check here or intimidate. It's up to you. They're the same for me. I'll do diplomacy. Keep it simple. It's a 20. Oh, boy. <laughs> I'm almost exclusively doing secret roles right now, so the players are not seeing them. I get to see them, which is which is a lot of fun. I hate this. <laughs> I don't like it either. This is bad. <laughs> Not something we do on the show. Normally all up in the open, but just for these these particular roles, very, very important. You see Isla Estrella kind of looking over Kaz, Nakithi, Talara before her, and she just kind of nods and, and, and walks back towards the the computer and, and brings the fields down. These two Aeon Guard will kind of stand beside each of, of Wynn and, and Bumfuzzle. Well, you guys to march forward a little bit. Ayla steps out again and comes up right behind you, Kaz, and says, What is your name, Cadet? Trillius. Well, Met, I cannot help but notice your kit seems to be off. <laughs> is this uh, how you normally present yourself, soldier? She's kind of like looking your armor over and is gesturing to a few places where it might be misaligned. Forgiveness. The jungles of Nakandis are not kind to those of us that tried to keep exact in our stature. Rightly so. You, you've been out a few weeks from Nakandis, though, correct? Travel from there must take some time. The large one gave us difficulty on the journey. Did he? <laughs> I'm sure you and your crew were able to... Keep them contained, though. You don't seem to have any wounds about you. Our medical bay was top-notch. Drew, why don't you make me a bluff check? Also, Bumfuzzle points at the boo-boo on his on his face and says, <laughs> <laughs> He's a, He hit me! He hit me so hard! Look at this! I'm in a bruise! Uh, you want me to make a bluff check? 
Yeah. Oh, this is. Can, not- I, can I aid by pointing at my boo boo? I will allow it. You're standing like right next to him. <laughs> yeah. Wee. Oh no. I mean that is uh, that is a wonderfully average roll. <laughs> like that's so, the best you can hope for right now. So I have I have nothing in bluff on Kaz because he's a straight shooter. So that's a flat D twenty. So that's a ten plus an assist from Bum Puzzle, which would make it an eleven. A twelve mm-hmm. or twelve. Oh. Twelve. Perfect. Just gonna write some notes down here. Do some secret rolls. You don't, you don't need to know. You know. Oh boy. What I roll, what the bonuses are. You're a monster. You're a monster. Perfectly fine there. You'll, you'll never <clears throat> be forgiven for this. In in uh I think once there is a appropriate lull, mm-hmm. Keithy would like to step up and address the warden. Oh, go right ahead. Warden Lestrilla? Yes, cadet. I am this team's mechanic, and these isolation chambers fascinate me. Would it be okay by you if I perused them? Cruise away. By your leave. And Nikithi's going to wander over to between these two isolation chambers and just kind of begin looking at them. But what he's maybe when he thinks nobody's looking, uh, he might start working on this camera. Sure. So are you, are you leaving Idis behind when you do? Idis would probably come over. Like It looks like there's kind of a tight fit between mm-hmm. the chambers. So Idis would probably go to the very edge that she could. And then stay there. The warden comes up to you again, Talara, Lieutenant Sharu, and says, we will have our procedures for interrogation reset momentarily. Are, are there any devices that I could fetch for, supply, something we don't have here? You saw to the side of the table, there's just like every kind of screw and painful thing you can think of. Uh, from from hammers to chills to things like that. Can I tabletop and talk a little bit? Mm-hmm. Am I allowed to? So, I mean, I want to send her on an errand if possible, but is there anything that... Uh, well, I don't, well, I don't I do- know that she's going to actually leave. She'll probably just radio for what she needs. But yeah. what she brings out, we might be able to use in... What's about yeah, to be a real every, hairy I think we have fight. Weapons for, I think we have weapons for everybody. So I don't know that we need specific gear. Yeah, the only reason we would do it would be to see more legitimate. Or, yeah, more convincing. Yeah, I mean, Nikki did you just say he's a mechanic and these are androids. I don't know. You could ask him or, uh, or you could just say no. I believe we have all we need. Physical pain will be the, will be the secret here, but we will play on its emotional programming as well perfect that is fine Uh, as i said everything will be ready momentarily oh boy i was just getting off quite a long shift working this android over but maybe having backup here i am feeling a bit invigorated again it is it is nice to be able to work with peers such as yourself Perhaps you did know my brother back on us as Eostrillin. When did you graduate? Can I sense motive now? <laughs> you can sense motive whenever you want. I am going to sense motive. Sense motive is not my best. That's an 11. Oh man, it's like poker all over again. 
I know. <laughs> Talara is really good at lying. She's not good at telling when other people are lying. Are you within 30 feet of Wynn? You are. You might be able to... So Nikithi had... You you know Nikithi has Lieutenant Charles' personal data pad uploaded on his custom rig. We might be able to telephone this. If there... I mean, there might it might be that she has that kind of information on her that she had it on her personal data pad and therefore Nikithi has it on his custom rig. So if he overhears that question. He well, might... she's been on a computer this whole time. So she's probably been looking up data about Sharu. So yeah, if there's a way to dig up facts, factoids about Lieutenant Sharu and get those to Talara, that would be great. Yeah. He might be able to at least provide like a range. Like maybe there were some communications, <laughs> you know, we know there were pictures on there, so there might be something <laughs> Academy days. Yeah, go go right ahead. Make me uh, a, a fairly quick computers check, Nikithi. You've got the data pad info. Yeah, that's a thirty-one. Right. Uh, so, I mean, one of the things in there is just like a file, like personal information, and you can scan that very quickly and see like an academy graduation date about twelve he, years ago. Yeah, he catches Wynn's attention, and then. You know, says, you know, 12 years ago. Yeah, tell Talara 12 years ago. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't have specifics about Islanti <laughs> timekeeping, but we can, we you can don't, easily. You don't know the Islanti calendar, Patrick? I'm not making something up that is uh, doesn't necessarily uh, exist as easily as the pack calendar, which is kind of like a, a mirror of, of our our own in real life calendar. Yeah, 12 years ago. I'm not sure what year <laughs> it is in Islanti time. They're probably in like year. 8,000 or something crazy. But uh, if you relay that back to Talara, you can you can proc for that up fairly easily. And Iolestrella kind of nods her head and says, well, yes, perhaps then you might have known my brother. He would have just been entering, I think, as you were exiting. It was it was great visiting him on that, that planet when I and, and my sister came. I there's something I've been trying to recall, but perhaps you can help me. What were the color of those boathouses, the row houses along the white rivers, the the white sanded rivers? Oh yes, let let me think. It's it's been some time since I was at the academy. Nikithi. He is desperately checking all pictures. <laughs> oh, yeah, they are. Are none on the data. Uh, All his led to pictures are in black and white. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you remember? Not. You remember the row houses, the row houses of Eostrelin. I mean, I think, I think it's a fair thing to say you just don't remember. I mean, if it was that long ago, like this, this would also be another one of those times when Drew, I imagine, is furiously typing sense motive, sense motive. <laughs> Yeah, uh, and I would like to sense motive. I, I mean, again, table talk, but I mean, is this something that Kaz, with his secretive background, might possibly have in his memory bank, or no, not at all? I mean, Kaz has no memory. I can roll a check if that's allowed to see if I can think of something, but I, I don't I think know the, that it's going to come up. Drew, give me a culture check, sir. Pending Drew's culture check, I would think the best thing would be to say something along the lines of like, as much as I would love to reminisce with you, I have an interrogation I would like to get to. I'm just kind of mm. shuddered. Yeah. Culture it up. It's an 11. No idea. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, if the warden seems you kind of uh, 
blankly staring at her with no no way to read your facial expression. She's like, oh, perhaps you didn't hear me. I, I, I said I don't remember the, the color of the row houses. What color were they? What color were the row houses on Estrillon? I would very much like to reminisce with you, but apologies, Warden. I have an interrogation that I need to get started before Sedona gains any more consciousness than it already has. Understandable. Let us let us proceed then. But first, I have one question for you, Lieutenant Sharu. Yes. Who do you think you are walking into my prison, masquerading as someone you're not? Ah, uh, here do it you, is. Do you believe that this was going to work out in your favor? Do you believe that you are going to make it out of here? And do you believe that your story will to be continued after this episode? <laughs> uh, we tried. And do you believe in life after love? Hey. A plus effort team. <laughs> We're going to have some fun next week, folks. Uh, that's oh, a, yeah. That's a, that's a pretty good cliffhanger to end on. We're oh. going to have some fun. I I mean, I don't really want to spoil anything, but you have somehow made your way to a boss fight without pulling a trigger in this prison yet. <laughs> Which is bad because now we have all the goons who are going to come to her aid in the back uh, room. Not not necessarily. No. no, yeah, that's if 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 you think that the very first thing I do next episode is not kick off that uh, closed down communication switch, <laughs> you are crazy. Uh, <laughs> they will. There will be no reinforcements to this fight. Oh yeah, and Nikita's is going to go to that door and jam the crap out of it. <laughs> All right, awesome. Uh, and, we and, and Wynn is going to run up to you to get his trident back. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, this episode, more than any other that we have played, I I was unsure how I was going to go. You've, you've played it fairly well of uh, making your way back here. There is, there's a whole system of, <laughs> of lies and checks that is required to get back here. Spoiler warning, the warden of the prison has like the best sense motive <laughs> in the entire... Uh, what? Entire prison uh, network Don't here. Say. Better than regular Patrick. single last name guards. Patrick, can I ask a GM question? Yeah. What were the color of the houses? <laughs> Guys, they were obviously green. <laughs> there, there is like a team. <laughs> Uh, I was right. hoping someone right. would just guess it. <laughs> I, of course. I, I was like, uh, it's either white. Would, like, would, would you have accepted it? If someone of the idea said green, would you have accepted it? Or would you? Yeah, no, it was definitely green. Well, I, I would have accepted it, but she's pretty sure. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about this uh, post book. Pretty sure that there's a few things wrong with you, <laughs> your guys' story. <laughs> but regardless, oh, we're going to have a battle next week. Thank you guys for playing with me. Thank you, Thank you. Thank you, everyone, for listening out there in Cosmic Crit Podcast Land. Everyone, have a great week. Have a good night. Bye. We Bye. will see you next time. Bye from Human Nikithi. <laughs> <laughs>